You are listening to the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I am Pastor Brandon Neely, and this is a part of my teaching ministry at Christ Church of Acadiana in southwest Louisiana. Today we are looking at Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 1. Let me read that for us. Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. To draw near to listen is better than to offer the sacrifice of fools. For they do not know that they are doing evil. When we go before the Lord in our Sunday morning corporate worship services, we're to go with great circumspection to watch our steps, to check ourselves. We're not to approach worship with a cavalier or a casual disposition, but rather we are to go before God with reverence, fear, and awe, as well as with love and faith and the trust in His faithfulness the sacrifice of Christ, which gives us boldness. But we are to never go without circumspection. We must guard our steps. We are entering upon holy ground because the Lord is present. He is indeed alive and he is present as he promised. Now, in the time of the writing of the book of Ecclesiastes, this was specifically referring to the approach to the temple. But today there's a new temple The old temple was destroyed by Jesus in 70 AD, and the new temple of of the church, the new temple has emerged over these years. Today, there is a new temple, and we are, when we are gathered together as the church, we are a local manifestation of that new temple, and the Spirit of God is present among us. It's holy ground. And we, like they did in the Old Testament, we, we go into the quote-unquote new temple and we make offerings. See, this is the essence of worship. This is why we call it a worship service. Because the essence of worship is to render an offering. To render to God the offering that is due His name. Now, let me explain this just a little bit. In our day and age, the word offerings refers mostly to tithing and to generosity. It's when you put something into the quote-unquote offering plate. Now, that's fitting, okay? Not all there is to it, though, but that's fitting. In the Old Testament, they would bring their first fruits offerings, the first fruits of their grain harvest and the firstborn of their livestock. Not because God needed it or because God was hungry, but this first fruit, this first 10%, or the firstborn of the livestock, this symbolized the whole. As a, It symbolized that all was the Lord's, and all came from the Lord. He was their provider. He was their sustainer. And this symbolized that mutual relationship between the Lord and His covenant people. And today, though, we, in a cash-based society, we bring the first 10% of our income. So, of course, like them, we may bring free will offerings as well and peace offerings. You can learn more about those in Leviticus chapters 1 through 9. But the word offerings refers to these first fruits offerings, this uh, firstborn of the livestock, these peace offerings, these free will offerings, etc. But it refers to more than just money, even today. It also refers to the singing that we give and, and to the listening and ultimately to the full life whole submission that we are offering before Him in worship. We come before Him in worship, and ultimately what we are offering up is ourselves. The singing, the tithing, the listening, the repentance, the confession, the obedience, all of these things are small tokens 
of the ultimate reality that we are offering up the entirety of our lives to Him. We are putting ourselves on the altar as a gift to Him. He purchased us with His blood. He offered up Himself for us. He ransomed us. We are His. We are His bondservants. And in our weekly service, we re-up those vows, so to speak. We recommit to our covenant to offer Him the entirety of our lives in reciprocity for what He has done for us. And this whole offering of all is simply symbolized in the giving of the first ten, the singing, etc., etc., and the giving of the first day of the week, etc., etc. It's all His, and we offer up all of our lives to Him. And we offer up the token on the Lord's Day worship to express that reality. That's an offering. That's worship. That's why it's called a service. Now, wise King Solomon says that when we go to church in order to give our offerings, right, all of the above, all of the offerings, we must not offer the sacrifice of fools. So what is this? What is this particular person who is going into the worship service, into the gathered temple of God, and offering up a quote-unquote sacrifice of fools? What is this? The sacrifice of fools is an unwittingly vain, evil, disobedient sacrifice that would be offered by someone who is not circumspect and who hasn't heeded the most obvious command here, and that is to listen to God. He's not listening to God. He's not opening up his ears. He needs to open up his ears to God. He needs to heed God, to obey God. That's vastly more important than to bring offerings. He would rather you obey him than to bring your gifts. Why? The gifts aren't needed by him. They're to be symbolic of a whole life offering. So to give the symbol without the reality, this is vain. This is foolish. And in fact, as Ananias and Sapphira learned, it's dangerous. When one isn't circumspect before the Lord, when he doesn't guard his steps, and one does not live in fear and awe of God, nor even in the basic fear of his wrath against sin, this person is being cavalier. They're playing with fire. They're not taking their shoes off on holy ground and will go about offering ignorant sacrifices that the Lord has forbidden. They'll make stupid vows. They'll sing with false hypocritical lips. They won't give the best of their flocks. They'll give the leftovers, the tips, the afterthoughts. Or even worse, they might offer up hypocritically, like Ananias and Sapphira, who are giving in church and going through the rituals as a ruse to come off more holy than they truly were, or even necessarily needed to be. I wonder how many give offerings to God in such a way. They give offerings in such a way that violates His commandments, or they give offerings while living lives of lawlessness. That's the worship of fools. That's the offering of fools. Foolhardy, hasty, sinfully violating the law of God. And they sometimes don't even know it. Now, the better course for you and for me, Solomon says is this, listen to God. That's right, listen to God. Listen to his commandments. Heed him, obey him. Listen to his son. Listen to his heart and his words and obey him. This is the only antidote to offering the offering of fools. When we go to church on the Lord's Day, consider this. 
to all my friends out there listening, to all of my Christchurch family out there listening, let us go circumspectly, with awe, with reverence. Take our shoes off, so to speak, for entering on holy ground. Offer up to the Lord our confession, our money, our singing, our song, our ears, but ultimately all of our life, all of our family, all of our businesses, all of our service, all of our days. Offer it all up to Him, genuinely, authentically, in obedience to Him. This is how we avoid worshiping like a fool. This is how we continue under the covenantal blessings of our Lord. This has been another episode of the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. Until next time, if the Lord has called you, He will equip you, He'll protect you, and He'll bless you along the way. Have a great day.